I hope you enjoyed that last episode with Juju and Mo, <laughs> Juliet and Moses. They are characters, and I'm sure a lot of you listening who are moms and dads could probably feel uh, hours of podcasts uh, with your own experiences. Having little ones around is makes for excitement and never a dull moment. But um, wanting to kind of let you guys peek into what our day to day life looks like right now, and um, so that was that was fun having them on here. But in this this kind of part two to that, I want to introduce you to a lot of you know my wife Little, um, actual name Virginia, but goes by the nickname Little. Her parents call her Jenny, but um, and that's what she grew up going by but uh everyone at snowbird calls her little and so it's a good nickname it fits it's what she's gone by for 25 years now so um so i wanted her to come in she's just uh she's just such a a unique person and she's able to she always brings clarity to a situation like if i'm dealing with a ministry situation or dealing with some conflict she, like literally she's the person i go to for wise counsel she is one of the wisest people I know. She has an incredible amount of discernment. Her blood pressure rarely goes up. Uh, it's it's pretty awesome, and uh, I'm really thankful for her. Very unique person. We have a very unique marriage, and uh, I, I wouldn't trade it for the world. I can't imagine doing this with anybody else um, for the last 26 years, so uh, 20 three of those years being at Snowbird. So I, I hope you'll enjoy this uh, this next little bit, uh, this next little segment, next few minutes. Just uh, asked her to sit down, and and we discussed just a few things that might be helpful sharing kind of what the last couple weeks, or a couple days, rather, a few days have looked like for us during this time of, of social distancing and quarantine. Welcome to No Sanity Required from the Ministry of Snowbird Wilderness Outfitters, a podcast about the Bible, culture, and stories from around the globe. All right, so what, like what right now, if you're talking to moms, specifically to moms, because I'm going to talk to dads in in a podcast after this, but if you're talking to moms, and it could be a mom that, not not like a mom that's a stay-at-home mom or homeschooled mom, but someone who's she's having to stay home and work from home or maybe it's disrupted her normal flow what like how would you encourage her with the situation she's facing cuz that's kind of the situation you're into uh well first i'd probably say as soon as you wake up in the morning take a bunch of super deep breaths and just um kind of just sit there and let the lord settle your mind and your day and your thoughts and of course be in the word and pray um but i think this is like a pretty optional time to be able to just take advantage of the moments with your kids i'm reading a book and it's uh just focusing on not being in a hurry and getting the hurry and the anxiety that comes with it out of our days because um if you're in a hurry you can't love well you can't Pray well. You can't minister well. Uh, you can't hang out with your kids well. There's just it affects everything if you're in a hurry and if you're just ruthlessly pushing your day and not really taking a chance to have moments that you'll remember like ten years from now and 
something I try to do is at the end of the day, I think, okay, was there something that's like memorable that was fun, that was just fun? Um, not a to-do list that I checked off, but something that was fun uh, that I did with my kids um, and just kind of took advantage of a situation and just lived in that moment. Um, so that would probably be a key component is just try not to hurry. The Lord's given us this time. And it was uh, because it was orchestrated before the beginning of the, you know, earth that that this would be a time where we would have a couple weeks or a couple more weeks or the rest of the school year to yeah. um, have just a different feel of our life. So like it, it's not like a surprise or some kind of kink in, in what's going on. It was like designated by the Lord. Yeah, I think that's huge. that's a, that's so important that it's not a kink. It's, it seems like a lot of people feel like they've been like inconvenienced by this. I'm not saying that anybody specifically that's listening to this has, but I just I I mean I just feel that when I talk to people, there's like this disruption in life that's an inconvenience, but it, it's not. Okay, so one thing that you said that. I've always really appreciated in our home is that thing at the end of the day, reflecting on something fun. One thing we'll do, little and I'll do with the kids is like laying in bed and getting them squared away at the end of the day. I'll make them say, or she'll make them say one, one thing that happened that day, something that stood out. And it's always really interesting. (laughs) Especially with my, it's like what, like he, he does a thousand things in a day, and you don't know what he's going to say. Today, we just got back from, we did a picnic at the lake. I mean, it's cold, and the kids got in the water. It's, you know, middle of March. And it'll be interesting because tonight, when like when you say to him, what's something fun you remember from today? He's probably not going to say, I jumped the in the lake. Yeah. <laughs> it'll be something random. But it gets them, you know, it, it kind of makes them appreciate the the things of their day like it it's teaching and programming them to pause and appreciate life all right at the beginning of the day you said i think this is real important you said at the beginning of the day you pause before you start the day take a few breaths and spend time with the lord and so once you've sort of stabled your mind steadied your heart then how right now Practically, how are you going through, like, I mean, they're getting their school stuff sent home. How, how are they doing that? Are they sending that? Are they dropping that off with, like, No, they sent, a, like, a week-long packet last week on uh, Friday. So, okay. So, like, after tomorrow, I guess somehow we're supposed to get a new one. Okay. Sure. And they're dropping, well, our schools, I don't know how, if other schools are doing this. Our schools are dropping off lunches for the kids. So, like, about 10 o'clock in the morning, uh, the kids go down to the bus stop. Their school bus driver drops off lunches. Juju told me, I'm sure, in all of her infinite wisdom, <laughs> she told me that they were going to drop their lesson plan off, plans off with their lunches. Oh dear, that's <laughs> not true. So I don't know, but so after, okay, so after you kind of get your morning going, what during this week, during this different time, what have those days looked like? Uh, so for me. I've been trying to get, so Juliet can do her lessons basically by herself, but Moses is a completely different story. So I have to be basically 
sitting on his shoulders, pushing him along. Um, so <laughs> I try to do that first thing, like after I read and stuff, so that so that I'm not like dreading it the whole rest of the day. Um, we can cut that out, and get it done in about an hour, hour and a half, and then um, yeah, and then I'm just kind of free to do what we want and. He does better in the mornings. His attention spans better in the mornings. But I know, like, some moms have to work, and then they have to come home and do the lessons with the kids, and they're more tired. So that's just where, you know, have to ask the Lord, literally go in your bathroom and ask the Lord for extra <laughs> dose of patience before you sit down at the table to try to do the lessons. Yeah, especially if you got a mo. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, I wanted you to share, there's a story you shared with me from, book the ruthless elimination of hurry john mark comer book you're reading right now cool story we share that um yeah it was just this uh englishman had gone to africa for some type of journey it didn't say what it was but and he had hired some um, african porters to help him with his journeys into the jungle and so the first day they were pretty much on their feet going all day just working it out just um super fast hiking through the jungle. And then um, he said that night it was kind of like fitful sleep. Nobody slept well. I don't know if it was loud or hot or what, but, and then the next morning he woke up and he was just ready to go and get back on his journey. And the African porters were just kind of uh, sitting there and he was like, you know, let's go, let's hurry. We've got to get this journey um, moving. And they basically refused. And he like said, he pleaded with them. He bribed, tried to bribe them. Um, just trying to get him to help him go on his way. And basically, finally, he's like, why won't you, why won't you help me? Why won't you um, start the trail again? And they said, um, we are waiting for our souls to catch up with our bodies. Mm. And I think that's something that we could really take advantage of and be deliberate about doing is allowing, like, our souls to catch up with our bodies, allowing, like, our focus um, to be what it needs to be and, not, you know, live our lives just shortcutting everything and missing out on moments that, like, we should be able to remember years from now, but we might not if we just rush through them. Yeah, that's a really cool story. A really cool story. As we're sitting here recording this, we can hear Moses outside and another little fellow that we're keeping some right now, and Juju. And I'm just reminded this this season of life is going to come and go. One thing, I, I didn't tell you this. One thing I was thinking about this morning, remember when we were in Uganda? So we got there like early February. We left here last day of January. got there early February. We are hoping to get the adoption stuff. For those of you who don't know our story, maybe we'll tell it sometime, but we, we did an independent adoption essentially. We had an American attorney, an, a Ugandan attorney, and we worked with that Ugandan attorney to to get Juju and Mo to get their paperwork, to get birth certificates. See, I mean, it was like they didn't have – essentially they, they were like undocumented Ugandans. It's, it was just kind of a, a weird situation. And so we went over hoping we could get it all done in less than a month. And think, remember, it was like as stuff drug out, I remember having conversations where we're like, okay, we're here – we're two months in, three months in. Let's just, this is once in our life we're going to get to experience this. And I don't know about you, there are literally, especially this time of year when it's like spring, times where I'll smell something or feel just that warmth in the temperature. Mm-hmm. 
that reminds me of being in Uganda. Like that has replaced all my other spring memories. That's the nostalgic memory I have. And I think, man, I wanted that time to pass. I wanted to hurry and get the kids home. And now I think that was one of the sweetest seasons we ever had. And I think, I think like this could be that for us and for people, you know, like look back and think, oh man, remember that one school year where we were all home for two months. Mm -hmm. Wow. That was, that was crazy, but that was a really cool time. Yeah. And when you asked Moses what his uh, favorite thing about this week, I think was, he said being with the, being with our family, you know, he didn't say, oh, I can be at home and try to watch more movies and play more games or you know, whatever he he went to that first, and we did not we didn't coach him on that. Right. <laughs> Just we, so you know, he said family group. Yeah, family group. <laughs> <laughs> family group time was really funny, and he was like excited to say it. He jumped up in front of the microphone. So, hope yeah, that there I, was. I mean, I remember in Africa, same thing, like wanting to be um, back in America, but then realizing, okay, obviously, like our family unit needs to be be something more than it is before we go to America with these kids. Like we need to mold better, mesh better. I don't know, communicate better. The Lord's obviously has intention for us being in Africa for three months. So it's like just, just being open to let him, you know, tell you what, what needs to change. And I think that can be the same here. Like taking this weeks or months or whatever and not being anxious about it, but asking the Lord, okay, this is like a, just a opening for you to speak in our family and, you know, tell us what we need to change and give us the opportunity and time to work on it for the season. And, and then thanking the Lord for it and finding joy in that, that it could be really, really good thing for each family. Yeah. Well, there you have it. I hope that was helpful. And, uh, if you got any questions, don't hesitate to go to the website, swoutfitters.com, and email us those questions. And if you got something specifically for Little, um, we'll make sure that she's able to respond to that. And uh, and also just a reminder to, to like and comment on the podcast here. It helps us a lot. And and uh, try, probably come back around and do something, another part to this series, maybe where we talk about dads, we target dads and men our responsibility during this time and what not just responsibility, but opportunity to maybe invest in our kids in a unique way. And that ought to be a lot of fun. So, um, look for that, that, that should be coming in a, in a future episode, probably, probably pretty quick. And, um, so anyway, thanks again for joining us for no sanity required podcast and look forward to meeting you back here next time. Thanks for listening to No Sanity Required. Please take a moment to subscribe and leave a rating. It really helps. Visit us at SWOutfitters.com to see all of our programming and resources. And we'll see you next week on No Sanity Required.